0: recording you yep. what up what's good what up that tom
1: yo brown what's good my guy
0: oh man i'm just ready to keep the c-note man
1: listen ig is on fire yeah.
0: we just put it
1: up the other day and it's on
0: fire yeah. like yeah everybody yeah, ready not- to keep the c-note and i'm getting dms saying i'm a
1: lebron hater <laughs> Well, we talked about that. We said that was gonna happen soon, so you know what I mean. But but I got mine on the way. You know what I mean. John had already called me out about you know <laughs> about Clyde Drexler and I stand you know, behind it. He wasn't no, nothing special. No, no let Bobby me stop it,
0: the man. <laughs> yeah. You know. So what we got on the agenda for the day?
1: Man, we got we got some football talk, a little boxing. We are gonna talk some music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Talk about your man Nas and them. Ain't no yeah, doubt. Let's yeah. start
0: it off with my man Nas, man. Shout all out right, Nas.
1: So, so, of
0: all the hip hop MCs,
1: where you got your man Nas? Ready?
0: Numero uno. Really? Yeah. Really? Nas is the top dog since since Illmatic, man. Wow.
1: I like Nas. I like Nas. I, I think his catalog is dope. I'm going to say something. I'm going to keep it a C-Know with you. We're about to make the people mad again. Nas ain't it in my top 10, bro. Huh? I went based on impact, lyricism, catalog, body of work, and I had to run it down. He just, he was like 12, cuz.
0: So you based it off of what?
1: Impact. Impact. He had a huge impact. He did, he did. Lyricism, he's one of the greatest lyricists ever. Yep. Record sales. Nas record sales ain't out there with with, with some of the guys, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, um, but Nas, Nas don't make commercial music like that. Nas, you're not going to buy exactly. Nas' album and hear six songs that's made for the radio.
1: Exactly. Now, the one thing that knocked Nas down for me was that one album he did with uh Kanye. That's okay. when he tried to go commercial, and it was like, ooh, what the hell I is that?
0: I think he just let Kanye choose the direction. And it, as you can see, like they said, everything, you know, Kanye wasn't all the way there. Like, he didn't even really finish the pro- project. They just put it out.
1: Yeah. Now, Nas's Nas, 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 last album
0: is crazy. What I'm saying is you can't name a hip-hop album that's better than Hill Maddox
1: start to finish
0: and to keep it a C note which you, nobody is a better storyteller than Nas ever
1: Ooh. ever Ooh. now you know what, one of the things that I love about Nas and the song that nobody talks about is Rewind that's one of the most Creativity. creative songs I've that's ever heard that's what
0: separate Nas from everybody else he's so creative man so he yeah. do the whole he do the whole story backwards. It was written, he give you the story where he's the gun. Um yeah. he give you the story in the Christmas Carol. 144, 245, three loaded clips, four niggas, roll, one nigga, you know what I mean? Like on creativity yes, and not really compromising, like trying to make a bunch of radio bubblegum records. Nas is top boy, man. Just you can't keep been, it you know, You can't name nothing better. What can you name is better than Illmatic?
1: Illmatic was dope. It, it really was dope. I mean, listen, if I'm gonna go current, Forest Hills Drive is a classic. Like,
0: yeah, but it ain't. It's levels. Forest Hills Drive is 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 good for. These days, you know what I mean? We talk True. about this joint came out 94, man. True. And it's now, it's getting inducted this year. If so I, I gotta take it back,
1: I'm gonna go life after death.
0: Nah, and I, life after and death is one of them albums I'm talking about, Doug. Like a bunch of radio songs on it. That's the only thing that like separates it from it was so dynamic, bro. Yeah, but I can say the same thing about. Illmatic is Nas best album, but it was written was a dynamic album. Him and True. Lauren Hill, if I ruled the world, that kind of changed the game. That kind of changed the momentum of everything.
1: If That's you look when you put back heavy hitters together, though. Like they were two major heavy hitters at the peak of their game at that time. And they put that together and it just shocked everybody. But it's like Nas hasn't been up here in a long time. You know what I'm saying? Up here,
0: like, as far as what? Not as far like, as bars, because his bars never. No, bars always
1: gonna beat it. But it's like, it don't feel like Nas has dropped anything where it was like, damn.
0: The Nas last killed album.
1: it. King's
0: Disease. Fire. But I feel like that was just mixed King's in with Disease, a bunch of other albums. King's Disease, he had the album, Uh, uh what was the album that just came out and like, 13 or 14. Uh, Life is Good. That's a crazy album, too. Yeah. I don't know if you ever heard that album, but that's a crazy that album. Me, and now it's just yeah. But he just still give you that feel. Like, he give you that feel. Like, you know what I mean? He, I ain't gonna lie. He take me back to school days when I hear some of the stuff, man. You I know what I mean? Like, cool. wow.
1: like, he's consistent. I'll say that he's consistent, but I feel like, and I don't want I don't want it to sound wrong, but I feel like it's kind of the same. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't feel it's I feel because, like the only change up he did was that one with Kanye and it ain't work. You know what I mean? It's like he now, hasn't really involved in me.
0: No, what what it is is he hasn't compromised himself. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, so you know, most artists, they don't stay true to their fan base, but their fan base want to hear. They try to, to, to stay relevant and keep going on with the gimmicky stuff that's going on at that time. You know what I mean? He don't got to do that because everybody always want to hear bars. And, you true. know, you got people that grew up on that. So, you know what I mean? I don't think, it's, to me personally, it ain't nobody. Like, he, like, light years ahead of everybody else in my book. That's just keeping it a C note with you. You know what I mean? Until you can put an album that can go song to song for me with Hillmatic, I don't think there's no comparison. Yeah, people had bigger hits than he. People had bigger hits than him. You know what I mean? People may have made a lot more music than him off of music, but as far as you talking about a body of work, a full body of work, you know what I mean? One thing everybody forget is that After it was written, came out, Nas was the biggest star on the planet. So I Am, the original album that was supposed to be the double album, I Am, Nostradamus, they end up splitting the albums and making them two separate albums. But just imagine all them songs that was on a lot, the lost tapes that Nas had, that he had to switch that album up because it got bootlegs so heavy. That right. that double album, the original double album with Project Window and all that on the original beat, that would have been a whole dif- That would have been a whole different bomb. I and we talking about a, not just Illmatic as a classic, but that original. I am Nasir Diamond Papa was a player. Blaze of Fifty um, Drunk by myself. You take all them songs that was bootlegged, and Papa was a player, and this out. This was like '97. That's Kanye, early Kanye. Mm, a lot of mm. people don't know that. You know what I mean? So Nas really, the bootlegging era saved a lot of artists from with Nas. Nas would it would have been a whole nother bomb if that original double album dropped.
1: Yeah. But I feel like Nas at the top of his game, like being like a top five MC, the span ain't really last of them. You know what I mean? I feel like it was only like, like a five-year span. You know what I'm saying? Yo. For me, like the reason why I dropped Nas out of my top ten is not it's only because of like the guys I look at have been doing it for like twenty years. You know what I'm saying? And they keep coming back, and they keep coming back, and they keep coming back, and at some point each one of them was at the top of the game. You know what I'm saying? Now I feel like when Nas dropped ether, it brought him back to the top. And Katz was like, Oh yeah, Nas is still that dude but it feel like he dropped down for a little minute. Like he got quiet. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, it's not that he got quiet, but it's like I said, what killed his momentum was when those songs got leaked. Because it changed the whole track list up, and then you had the input songs in there, and then you already hear the stories about the songs that the label madey put on. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So when you take all of that into consideration and look at it, like, I don't think he takes that step back. If that, if those two albums aren't bootleg, I think it's it true. changes the whole path. I think it knocks Rockefeller off for at least three more years. We're talking were about Jay-Z, Jay-Z 97 came in and got hot, but if that uh, original I am Nostradamus album dropping 9-7, it pushes Jay-Z out the way, because remember, Nods was still the top dog then. He yeah. was the top dog. It's just that he parlayed, he made Belly and all of that, but if that original album comes out, it changes the whole course of what we see as history now. True, Because it shortens time, everybody's lifespan. It, it,
1: at that time, it was about all about Jay-Z, the rock, him bringing... You know, Seagull, Miffleet, all them dudes and so, you know what I'm saying?
0: Before we wrap this up, the bootleg was the first thing that I think that kind of killed Nas's momentum after it was written. And also the Firm album, because the Firm album had big expectations. It mm-hmm. flopped. Nas wasn't really a part of it like that. You know what I mean? So... That got the bad taste in his mouth. And then when a lot of those original songs wasn't on there or they was on there, but the beats was changed and this, that, and the third, I think that just kind of slowed him down. But then if you look, if that double CD come out, we got I Am Nostradamus, then you may have a so-so Godson album. and you write back to Still Maddie. That's yeah. only a one album drop-off.
1: Still Maddox underrated. Still Maddox is Maddie, a very yeah. underrated album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't get the love that it deserves, you know what I'm saying? Because it was like like he came out of the darkness and just was like, boom. I still got this, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I, I I I like I yeah. said he just missed my top ten. He might be number eleven, you know what I'm saying? But to me, cat- I think I, I,
0: I think another thing is I think he got bored. Like when he once he it, once if I ruled the world drop and he took a clutch of the game and he seen the impact that he had, you know, I think he kind of, he may have relaxed and sort of because if he would have did that firm thing right and that thing would have popped off too and the double album would have popped off, oh, my gosh, we put me, everybody is putting me number one.
1: Oh, exactly, exactly. All right, so let me me change up the game on you for a minute. You put something out there. Uh, Maybe you could explain it about the, the Super Bowl teams, uh, rings with the quarterback you could explain a little better than not
0: okay so what we did is we took all the quarterbacks that have won a ring we put a current player that plays on a team that um and we took one defensive player now the quarterback was also a current player still in the league then you know he he was the quarterback and you had two other throwback players so the list was um you got the you got the list i got the list right here matter of fact the right. list was, uh we had, would you take Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, and Aaron Donald, Joe Flacco, Jamal Lewis, and Ray Lewis, Nick Foles, Terrell Owen, and Reggie White, or Mahomes, Tony Gonzalez, and Derrick Thomas. Now, you know I'm, I'm, a, I'm an Eagles ball to the day I die. Yeah, but I'm saying we're talking about this team, you build this team. This team can make you a billionaire if you do it right. So we're not – I don't want you to do it off of just keep, the love and you bleed green and all that. I'm right? going to keep the I'm still going to take
1: the birds. I'm still going to take the birds. I'm going to tell you why I'm still take the birds. T.O. is a Hall of Fame game-breaking wide receiver on his own with any quarterback yeah. like he did with Jeff Garcia. So you yeah. get Nick Foles who's at times consistent, you know what I'm saying, but I feel like he's never had a receiver like T.O. So he makes T.O. T.O. makes him more of a consistent player. And then you throw nice. Reggie White, who was get who was the originator Reggie of the White triple is a, team. You know yeah, what I'm saying? He's, he's unstoppable. You know what I'm saying? All right. Like I feel like the Baltimore team, they got to go on a run. They literally got to be perfect. Like Fl- Flacco has to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? Right. For them to be a contender. The Kansas City team, I feel like, might be our closest comp because you got Tony Gonzalez, who is a is the first real hybrid tight end. Well, no, Kellen, Kellen Winslow was the first hybrid tight end, but the man who took it to that next level was Tony he Gonzalez. He was a monster, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He was a monster. Then you got, uh, uh, who was on the defensive side?
0: Derek Thomas.
1: Derek Thomas, bro. Derek
0: Thomas. He's an animal.
1: Over the field. You dig yeah, what I'm saying? The now, the only reason why I knock Kansas City down, and I'm going to keep it a C. C-note with you, people going to yeah. be mad at me about this, is Patrick Mahomes. What about him? He got game. But he also has one of the most loaded offenses of all times with an offensive head minded coach right behind him who wants to pass the rock. Like, you got a dude that might be the fastest guy that's ever played in the NFL lining yeah. up. Across from a dude that's like the fourth fastest ever all time, with a dude yeah, that's come across the cool. slot. Plus, you got Travis Kelsey who can't be guarded. So I'm like, Patrick Mahomes hasn't really had to struggle. You know what I'm saying? We ain't but, seen him without. Let's him. not
0: forget Kansas City had a lot of them weapons before Mahomes, and they couldn't get he over did. him. That's why I'm not.
1: I ain't knocking him
0: because the boy is talented.
1: Like he's the inventor of the no look pass. That that shit's right. amazing. But. Right. We haven't seen him do it without them. You know what right. I'm saying? Now, when we come back to St. Louis,
0: we talk about uh, my boys. Respect
1: your squad a little bit. Because as I, as I told you, Aaron Donald's the best defensive player in the league.
0: Marshall right.
1: Falk is, a, is a, a jack of all trades. He could do anything.
0: Top three running but boy, back. But your boy, Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner, but we're talking about the year that they won the Super Bowl. Kurt Warner is the best quarterback on that list. I
1: know, but That's look who back. he
0: had. Look, look at he look who he
1: had. Bruce, Holt, uh, who was my man? The uh, who's the white oh. Who's the white boy? He's come across Pro, the middle of the spot. Pro. Ricky Pro is Ricky, underrated. Ricky Pro, yeah. you know what, Like he has so much speed on that team. Not to mention yeah. that team was a defensive-minded team. Like, that defense was, what, top five That
0: was the, no, but that was the, they was a nice defense, but at the end of the day, it was about the greatest show on turf, man.
1: Yeah, because that was the flash, but don't forget, Aeneas Williams was killing cats,
0: you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, we won it on the defense. We yeah. won it. Remember, we stopped them at the goal line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But here's the thing. The thing is, to keep it a C-note with you, Marshall Falk is a top three running back of all time. For sure, for sure. I got to go for Secondly, he's the greatest dual threat running back of all time. Absolutely. Passing and catching. That's a fact. So when you're talking about Kurt Warner, with the greatest defensive player ever, that's Aaron Donald. That's a fact. You know what I mean? When you add Aaron Donald to the mix where Kurt Warner, first of all, fuck give you a thousand yards in the air, catching and running. Aaron, you know what I mean? And none of them quarterbacks can stand Aaron Donald getting to them every other play.
1: True. But you gotta remember who Reggie White was, bro.
0: Reggie White is a monster. Right. Reggie took it up in the middle first one and running away. Marshall, Marshall Falk changes everybody's defense because you can't play him just to run. You mm-hmm. got to respect him. You can't crowd the box. You know what I mean? Because if he come out the backfield and catch one on you, he's gone. You know what so, I mean? You can't, you you put a bunch of extra secondary players in it, he's going to run it back on you. He's going to run through them. Yeah. He's we we got the X factors,
1: man. See, this is why I'm this this time I'm gonna neutralize your boy. When it comes to our offense, Aaron Donald won't get the Nick Foles because T.O. will run a three yard slant, take it eighty yards.
0: You do know what I'm saying? Three yard slants ain't working, man. T.O. is not going for that. And as firm. soon as Nick Foles get hit a couple times by Aaron Donald, slammed all on his neck. I'm going to keep it a you know with you. He's going to start throwing that ball all wildly and T.O. not going to get it. And next thing you know, T.O. Is going to be cursing him out, and we're going to have a whole movie. That's the end of the game.
1: All right, so so, am so uh, going to
0: listen. map it out. Map it okay. out. NFC,
1: AFC. We got the two AFC teams, two NFC teams. Let's go start at the AFC. Who you got out of them two teams taking it to the to the championship? Kansas City. Okay. Okay, it's easy choice, I, just like that?
0: Not, not yet. Nah, it's not. Yeah, it's an easy choice. They got a better quarterback.
1: Yeah. All
0: right, I'm going to go with you on that. All
1: right, so now this is where we're going to argue. Who coming out the NFC side?
0: Can I keep it a scene over with you? Please do. You know the Rams coming out the other oh. side, man. Come on, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> That's not even a debate, bro. One game. Foles plan, is the weak link. Foles is the weak link. He not yeah. better than Kurt, He not better than Kurt Warner. TO gonna give you the yards catching, but Falk won't give you that too, and he's gonna give you the running yards. Yeah, but and with what, what Aaron Donald and Reggie White gonna do, they gonna cancel each other out. They gonna play, they both gonna be hounding the quarterbacks all day. But with dumb hound the quarterbacks, Kurt Warner is is the better quarterback. So I think he puts them over the hump.
1: See, see, this is what I'm saying. You got two players on the Eagles that are top five at their position all the time. You know what I'm saying with T.O. and, and Reggie, right?
0: Right, and yeah. you got two two Rams. This the one is the greatest defensive player all time, and he's what still in his that. prime. <laughs> and the other one is. I'm gonna keep it a C know. I'm not even gonna keep saying top three, man. I'm gonna say Marshall Falk. The only person that's better than not even better than Marshall Falk, but just more exciting is Barry Sanders. But if we Ooh. going overall number one running back, I'm going Marshall Falk, man. I'm not gonna keep saying top top three. I'm gonna keep it a to that.
1: with you. Hold on to
0: that, because we're gonna pivot to that in a second. Oh, yeah, All
1: right, so 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 you going St. Louis against Kansas City. Ain't no doubt. So you saying St. Louis going knock Kansas City off? Ain't no doubt. Ain't no doubt. Oh goodness! Now Ain't you know no you know Derek Thompson's is damn there just as fast as Marshall Faulk,
0: And it it would only be out of those two teams that win. I wouldn't have y'all winning it. I wouldn't have Baltimore winning it. So if the- they was to the beat it, you know what I mean. I'm just keeping it a see no. So if if it was y'all and them, if y'all just so happened and got lucky on that day and knocked us off, I think they would have knocked y'all off. Oh,
1: all right. So I got, of course, I got my birds against Kansas City. Now, right. I'm gonna say we win I have a very small margin because I feel like Derek Thomas is smart enough to confuse Nick Foles, right? Right. But Reggie is going to be in Mahomes' face the whole time, making him running around. And it's gonna be hard for him to find Tony Gonzalez.
0: Yeah, so that's okay.
1: that's
0: TO. Can they cover TO? And I don't think they but, can. but it's the same thing with Gonzalez. Can they cover Tony Gonzalez? Listen, if you ain't got you know enough time I mean? to party, 'cause cause cause he's the original he might not be the original hybrid, but he's the original. Who do I put on? him? my back to safety, cornerback. Like, you know what I mean? True. Very so true. He, he's a mismatch. He's you know what's funny? Nobody
1: talks about Tony Gonzalez unless you talk to a real hardcore football fan, about like one of the greatest of all time.
0: Yeah.
1: Look at his body of work.
0: You could take Even when it. he went to Atlanta. Even in even when he went to Atlanta, maybe it. that last he year. That yeah. last year, he might have not, he might have lost the step, but in Atlanta, he was rocking too.
1: Yeah. Well, see, he knew he was out of there that last year, but, but yeah. the, the stuff that he did, like, and people forget, he only played with really one good quarterback for a couple years. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? I think that... he caught the tail end of Joe Montana. Like this dude, uh, uh, he caught the tail end of Joe Montana career, I think. Like, I think they uh... played for like a year. When uh, Joe went to Kansas City, but
0: nah, was he in the league there
1: he Yeah, because Joe, Joe stayed for a minute. If he didn't, he know. hasn't had a real good quarterback. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Think of, think about who he's had. He's had Trent Green, who was broke down, Elvis gerback and a bunch of other dudes.
0: Who he had what in Atlanta? Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn was his quarterback, bro, and he still was balling. I'm, I'm talking about in Atlanta. Who was his quarterback?
1: Matty Ice, Matt
0: Ryan. Yeah, Matty Ice is. Um, that was a young Matty Ice too. He was rocking over there.
1: Yeah, I can't count that. I'm rocking. trying not to count the Atlanta years because the Atlanta years is dark for me. You know what I'm saying?
0: I can, I, what I, I, we about? got. I, we we might got to come back to that because I, I think Kansas City may have had so-so quarterbacks. not Trent Green over there? Yeah,
1: but he was only there for this long. And he played that, that well.
0: You know we got to come back and and, and revisit that. All like, right. Yeah. So. so
1: I want to go back to your running back statement because that's bold, bro. So, your top five running backs, let's hear it. Let's say who you got top five as a running back all time.
0: Top five running backs is Marshall Falk. Okay. Number one. Number one. Okay. Barry Sanders. Okay. ED Eric Dickerson. Oh, okay. Um, Uh, uh, I'm a little stuck. I'm a little stuck. You gonna leave Emmett off the
1: list?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna leave Emmett off the list. I think I'm (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave Eric off the list. So I got Marshall. I got Barry. Mm, Pardon me. I got Marshall. I got Barry. I got Eric Dickerson. Um, no, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put Emmett four. I'm gonna put Emmett four. And then fifth, I kind of want to say Priest Holmes, man. Ooh, I kind of want to say, yeah, no, I kind of want to say Priest Holmes because before he messed his neck up, Priest Holmes was a problem.
1: He was a problem. You was, was about to get some hate mail if you would have left Emmett Smith off of there, real tough.
0: Yeah, I got to put Emmett on there just because of the, the, the rings and all of that. And because you just caught me off guard with that joint, You know what I mean? So I'm gonna throw Emmett on there, I'm gonna keep it the note. You know what I mean? Emmett probably wouldn't make it if I still like when we get off of this, joint, I'm gonna sit back and be like, damn, I should have told me such and such. Because really? honestly, I I I I was thinking about putting Roger up there. Roger Crack. Really? Yeah, because Roger Craig, if I'm not mistaken, Roger Craig might have been the first running back ever to have a thousand yards rushing and a thousand yards passing.
1: I mean, receiving. But
0: nice. he was nice. I though. believe. I believe Roger Craig was the first one to do it. Then Marshall Faulk did it, and then uh, McCaffrey just did it recently. Yeah,
1: because they wasn't throwing the running backs back then. All right, so you know what I mean. My list. I'm gonna start at five. Number five, Adrian Peterson. I feel like okay. if Adrian didn't blow out his knee, AP – uh-oh. Yeah, you got me? Yep, I got you. So I feel like if AP didn't blow out his knee that one year and have to make that crazy comeback, he would have still been dominant. Like, he was impossible to tackle. He was fast, strong. His his only downfall was he couldn't catch out the backfield. That
0: yeah, way. that's that, 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 that would knock him off, but he's a monster though. I'm gonna go number four.
1: Yeah, boy, Marshall Falk. dual I'm threat. Do it all. Listen, these dudes I got above him, pioneers, bro. So do it all. Yeah, he, he ran the game. He he carried an Indianapolis team that nobody really thinks about. Like that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it that's wasn't for fact. that for him. That in the Indianapolis teams would have probably went one and everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a fact. All right, so then that's I'm gonna go. Me, me being an Eagles fan and a Cowboys hater, I am. I still got to appreciate and I can't stand this dude. But Emmitt Smith is number three because oh, he no, no, no. holds all the records. Just because he holds the records.
0: Yeah, yeah. but he also had a great offensive line.
1: So. That's why I always knock him down. I thought about knocking him down some more, but I'm like, let me let me keep it a C note. Let me not. Let my fandom get in the way, you know what I'm saying? And I gotta get this man his props, you know what I'm saying? Even though when he went to Arizona, it was old. Right. You know right. Number two, Jim Brown.
0: I was thinking about Jim. I was thinking about putting Jim Brown in there.
1: Nobody talks about this dude. And the crazy thing was, he is to he is what we will call today the modern day fullback. So my right. man was burning cats from right. the fullback position. You know what right. I'm saying? Literally right. impossible to tackle. Real talk, there would be no debate of who the greatest running back of all time was if he didn't retire early. If Jim yeah, Brown kept his career going, he would he would have broke. There would have been records that you'd have never caught ever. Right. And of course, number one, Barry the Magic Man Sanders, dude had, did more with less than anybody has ever had in the NFL. Yeah, the worst. The worst quarterbacks, the worst uh, offensive lines, yeah, yeah. some of the worst coaching, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? like, Worst organization. <laughs> right, right, right. One of the worst organizations. Now, if you calculated the yards that Barry ran behind the line, dodging other cats, yeah. and just added that, like, take half of them and add yeah. that to the yards he has, he breaks every rushing yard title there is.
0: And if he don't retire.
1: Exactly. exactly. He retired maybe two, three years before
0: he you know,
1: would have. Now, dude was running from his life, running for his life, every play. And they ran that stupid – they was one of the first four wide receiver offenses. You know what I'm saying? Right. Four wide, right. three wide, and a fullback. Like, they had one of the dumbest offenses For it was basically a quarterback offense with no quarterback.
0: Like, you right. had – they had my man Herman Moore over there. He couldn't, exactly. he, he would have been way up there on the wide receiver list too if he ever had a quarterback. They had like Scotty Mitchell, mm-hmm. Rodney Pete, like a bunch
1: mm-hmm. of duds. Scotty Mitchell almost got Herman Moore killed you know what I'm saying? a bunch yeah. of times. And that's what Thank I'm saying. Barry, that's what makes Barry so great because you're doing all of this, carrying this team, making them, getting them to the playoffs the, the time they did get there. With nothing, nothing, and their right. defense was okay. Like you had a couple good players, Chris Spielman and some dudes like that. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't like they were a top ten defense
0: every nah, year. No, he, he he carried that team. Like and he, no matter how bad they was, they put them on national TV all the time just because okay. of him. Because he you boosted it, it up. People. You know, what so I'm saying? so yeah. So I'm gonna keep it at a C note. I'm amending my top five. My top five is Marshall. Barry Sanders, ED Eric Dickerson, Brown, and then I'm gonna put Roger in there. I'm bumping Emmett. <laughs> Sue me, Dallas fans. Sue me, Dallas Ooh. fans. Dub, I Ooh. love you, my nigga, but nah, I'm bumping him. <laughs> you about to get a whole bunch
1: of DMs and all that just hating all over
0: you. If it wasn't such thing point. as a system running back like it is, system quarterback, that's Emmett Smith.
1: Absolutely. And another thing, you know what? I'm taking him down to four. I'm taking him down to four. I'm putting Marshall Fault over top. And As you should. Because people don't think about the fact that he had arguably the greatest offensive line, a Hall of Fame quarterback, a Hall of Fame yeah. receiver, a Hall of Fame tight end
0: and fullback. This is and a, a great run. defense. Right. And a great defense.
1: Right. You know what I'm saying? This is all on one team. This isn't like at the end of his career, the beginning of his career. No, this is prime time Emmett had all these guys. So I got the he, knocking down. I got the knocking down. He
0: overrated. Down. He ain't in my top five. He overrated. I'm sorry, Dallas fans. I love everybody out of Dallas, especially those that stream my music, you know what I mean? But I'm knocking Dallas. I mean, I'm knocking Emmitt Smith out of the top five. Like, right? nah. All right, so here you we go. One I more mean? question.
1: Who's the best young running back in the game? What do you think?
0: Mm, probably, I would say Derrick Henry mm-hmm. out of the new cats. Yeah, he Derek Henry. Henry, he's a monster. I mean, I see that boy. He running with seven dudes on his neck. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he just dragging them down the field. He's a monster.
1: This is this is this is a keeping it a keeping scene. No history. It's the first time we agreed on anything, bro. Okay. <laughs> okay I'm definitely shout going to be handy, out man. to
0: that it's not you getting your mind right man, listen, listen. On you, man. I can't be mad at you for everything you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah man. I, I, you, i'm rubbing off on you man that's good <laughs> right. man
1: so so now we're gonna pivot back to something that i know we ain't gonna agree on what's that your boy canelo saul canelo
0: alvarez saul. This, saul this
1: is the question is- of overhype or no cat Your boy, Saúl.
0: He's no cap. He's the real deal. He's Saúl, Saúl Canelo Alvarez. Let me keep it a secret with you. There's nobody right now that can beat that man. He's the best thing in boxing right now. Nobody can beat him. He's about to unify everything. You know what I mean? Nobody could beat him, man. He's the real deal, man.
1: Bro, I got to say overhyped. I got to say overhyped. Listen. Stop, bro. Listen, bro, when Saw yeah. fir- first started fighting on America TV on you know, HBO, I was all about it. Because right. I feel like he had a killer. He, and he's not I'm not saying he's not a killer anymore. You but I'm kill. saying his fight lineup, when he first started, he was like anybody, anywhere, anytime. He was fighting. That's how five, he is five, now. Five, five, six, no, he's not. <laughs> all
0: right. His last four fights,
1: right? With people that they say he had
0: to fight. That's people that that mean, listen, let me keep it a C note with you, right? The Triple G thing, where they were saying he was ducking Triple G, I think that was BS. Because at the end of the day, me, I'm not even a boxer, but the way I look at it is like Triple G is overhyped. Like he never showed me nothing to, 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 to impress me. He was fighting King. So when people say he was ducking him, he, ah, like that guy, like you gotta, it's levels. And Triple G tried to jump levels to get up to the top dog by taking cans, like, you know what I mean? But anybody else who he's fought, he's fought anybody you put him in front of, he's a machine, he's fought them all. I feel like he fights people after he finds that advantage. Like he fought
1: uh, what's my man name, uh, Austin Trout after he was already spinning out of control. Then he fought Laura when he lost his confidence. Then he fought Triple G like five years too late. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, but like I'm saying, like, to me, when they're saying he's ducking these people, like, to me, I never thought Trout was on his level. That's the key for the scene, though. I never thought Triple G was on his level. To so what I'm saying is you got people that's going to say, oh, Saul ducked this person, he ducked that person. But a lot of the times, the people that y'all are naming, is like, what did they do to fight him anyway? Like, these just, come on, man. Now, currently, you
1: know, I got three dudes on my duck list from, from Saul. Who is Andre, Saul ducking? I think Andre would beat him. He'd out boxing. I think one of the. Andre char- who?
0: Andre Andre, Andre.
1: Okay. I think who he else? would beat him on no points. I think one of the Charlos would knock him out. Smooth out. Smoother. You, you got to be kidding me. And now, here's somebody that he might fight this year that I don't think he wants to smoke with. Caleb Plant. listen, I, I know. Bro, I, really? But
0: listen, really? Caleb
1: Plant is a scientist in the ring. And that boy could crack. Against who though?
0: Everybody, look like, science. Listen, everybody look like a scientist. Listen, everybody look like the scientists and look like they nice when they fight in cans, man. Nah. <laughs> Like, come on, man. That, these boys you naming is overhyped, man. None of them boys can't be sorry, see, man. All right, so Saul's <laughs> fighting
1: recycled cans because he fighting. And listen, COVID-19. I
0: I love the Charlo brothers, man, but he ruined ruin their career. Here's the thing. I don't know how Saul does it, but he moved up in weight class and he looked like he's still bigger than everybody that he fights. Like guys guy's selecting his fights.
1: Like that dude was oh, Andy. I forgot Tall Linky Andy Ball when he moved up to light heavyweight. He was scared at the press conference. You could see it. He was done.
0: Because they know they' about to get in the ring with a killer man. So, ooh, Canelo Alvarez is the best thing to boxing now, right now. Now let me keep it a casino with you. I'm I'm gonna tell you something. You you drop the bomb on it like people going hate it, right. I watched the fight when when. when a couple years back when Saúl was still doing undercards. and He was on an undercard with Floyd Mayweather. And they asked him about fighting Floyd Mayweather because he was beating everybody. And at the time, he said, nah, you know what I mean? Floyd basically is is the man and I'm too young. Like, I don't think I'm ready to fight Floyd. Like, I need a couple more fights under my belt. Well, a couple months later, they announced that Canelo Alvarez was fighting Floyd Mayweather. (laughs) Like basically, just like that, is like he jumped up to the ring. But the keep of the sea note with you, I know people gonna hate me, but I love Floyd. Saul Canelo Alvarez takes that fight two, three years later. Floyd Mayweather gets his first loss, bro. Ooh. Ooh. Let's
1: let's give that a second. <laughs> let's do let,
0: let him marinate. Let him marinate. Ooh, bro. Let him marinate. You give you give Saul and when, when that fight took place, you add two more years to his age, give him two more years to take that fight, especially Floyd was slowing down. You know what I mean? And and Canelo put everything together. At first, he was just a brawler. He became a bot, like as he got older, like he does everything now. He can brawl with you, he can box. But I think that was the experience that he was talking about. He needed for them, like he knew Floyd was a different type of animal. Keeping the C note, I think he was keeping it a C note. You know, what I mean, I think the promotion team just looked for the money. But at the end of the day, he was on that undercard and said he wasn't ready for Floyd before the he fight wasn't. time. He was. But I mean, you give him two years, for sure. For sure. If you give him three years, I definitely got him beating Floyd. But if you I give him two, good. it's a different fight. Say you know Andy, what I mean? say
1: close. close. I still think Floyd wins. He's just too smart of a fighter. You know what I'm saying? I think that's one thing that people disrespect Floyd with.
0: But what I'm saying is,
1: team. this that's guy's not going to He's a student. You know what I'm saying? Right.
0: But so I, also he, think a a I also think Canelo is a student. I also think Canelo is a student. And I think at the time, Floyd beat Canelo by outboxing him because. Uh Canelo wasn't a boxer then. He was just trying to brawl and all of that. But if he get two more years and he get the knowledge and you know what I mean, this fight ain't rushed on him, bro. And he put it all together the way he is now, where he can box and knock you out, brawl and all of that. For sure, for sure. Yeah, he beats Floyd Mayweather.
1: I was, another reason why I say two, three years, I still think Floyd wins because. Canelo was still trying to fight fire with fire. Sometimes, like remember when he fought James Kirkland? Right. Kirkland almost had that ass out of him. You
0: know All what I'm right saying? All right, but let's look at it like this: He fought Saúl like what 2013, maybe. Right, it was like right not too long after the Floyd fight, I think. If if it if, 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 if no, I'm talking about uh yeah. So if he fights if Canelo Alvarez in 2015, that's when Floyd fought Pacquiao, right? Yeah, that Floyd Mayweather with two years experience more Canelo beats that Floyd Mayweather. Oof. He beats that Floyd Mayweather, bro. He put it all together once he got the knowledge, and he put you giving that two years. to get where where he at now? Because let's face it, since that fight, Canelo became a complete fighter. That fight changed Canelo's whole match. So if you give him two years and he put that together before he fights Floyd, in 2015 Floyd, did, he wasted everybody. He People was right killed Floyd. He made everybody spend that money on that Pacquiao fight. And they both came out and was done. That Floyd made whether Canelo would have beat him. I'm not saying he would have knocked him out or nothing, but he would have beat him.
1: I still don't think he we'll would beat him, bro. Like, my thing is, the first fight, Floyd was all up in Canelo's face. He he knew what the like attack. He was attacking, and attacking, and Canelo ain't see that coming. The second fight he will be completely different. He's gonna fight him from a he, distance.
0: Yeah, but if you look at it, the second fight is gonna be completely different. Cause all Floyd did was let Canelo be the aggressor because that's what type of fighter he was at the time. I'm mm-hmm. gonna let him be aggressive. I'm gonna boot bap boot bap him and get out the way. And he's going to keep coming for it because he only knows aggression. He wasn't a boxer then now. But if he's a boxer like he is now, when he put it all together, Canelo not just going to keep walking into them punches. He's smarter than that now. He's a way smarter fighter. That's why I said you give him two years. He puts it together. He don't keep walking into all them counter punches. Floyd really did nothing but counter punch him and jabbed him all night. Yeah, I mean, this out. Did this, out? this, this <laughs> two years later, and you got to take how old was Canelo then? Like, no more than 22, 20, 22, even like 20. I think he was, he was you, in that range really from up? 20 to like 22. Five, five, you give him two five, more five, years yeah. to put it together, bro. He beats Floyd. He beat that Floyd that fought Pacquiao. Canelo definitely beats him if, if, if they fought in 2015. I'm keeping it a Cino with you. Other than yeah. that, like, you know what I mean? Other than that, like, there's no, no no, no, disrespect to Floyd. I'm saying this respectfully. Like, you know what I mean? Floyd is the greatest. You know what I mean? But that 2015 Floyd slowed, like, he wasn't the same Floyd. If no. Pacquiao would have had a little something. I mean, he probably could have beat Floyd. Pacquiao was that? just there. For... No, I'm just saying, if he even came to fight, it looked like Pacquiao was just there for the check that night. If he really right. came to
1: this Pacquiao now, all restored, shoulders healed, he's back in the game, focused on box, or whatever. You think Canelo could beat him?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And look, this is another overhyped moment because. Pacquiao. I'm going to say it again. I think Pacquiao was fighting cans. I don't think he was that good. I'm keeping it a C-note with you. I never thought Pacquiao was good enough to fight Floyd. I don't know. Maybe I think with some type of arrogance, like Floyd (laughs) thinks like, or like somebody that's just an arrogant person, but I never thought Pacquiao was good enough to fight Floyd, to be honest with you.
1: I thought he was fight worthy. I never thought he was in his class. Like, Marquez proved that. Marquez... Smooth knock knock
0: pacquiao. He was I, I think he was fight worthy as far as selling tickets and mm-hmm. making it a sky high event, but as far as skill level, like them years they was yelling Pacquiao, he was nowhere near Floyd level. No, like I, he wasn't nowhere near Floyd level. I never thought he 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 did anything to deserve a Floyd fight. I never think none of these dudes that you just named, them top three dudes you just named. You know, what I mean, I don't think they deserve a Canelo fight. But um the his his next victim is Saul about the fight. They were saying he was ducking him. Billy Joe. Now he's gonna he's gonna beat be the brakes off Billy. He's gonna beat the brakes off Billy Joe, man. So, he's so wait
1: stamping it, you putting
0: the C note on it? You stamping it? I'ma keep it a C note with you. Saul Canelo Alvarez, he will be getting rid of Billy Joe he gonna get him out of it you heard it, to be from... honest I, I, I'm gonna keep it a with you even further I think the only one that can probably get some weight on him and make it an interesting fight against Saul Canelo Alvarez is um it's my man name it just was in a car accident not too long ago um, oh, uh,
1: uh Errol Spence
0: Spence I think he could gain some weight because he's he's got multi-dimensions to him, too. He can knock you out broad with you and fight. But I think he would still be too small for Canelo. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think if anybody was to give him a challenge right now, like like I said, I love the Charlo brothers. I like to tune into their fights, keep keeping it a scene with you. But at the end of the day, I don't think none of them can handle, Saul. I don't think none of the guys you named can handle, Saul. I don't yeah. even think none of those fights would be close. Ooh. I'm going to keep it a C-note with you. Bro. You heard it here first. That note, Brown closing the show
1: with a KO punch again. Yeah. Bruh, it's always real, my guy. I can't wait to see what IG got to say about this one.
0: Oh, yeah. boy. And disclaimer once more, Dallas, I love y'all, but Emmett Smith is not a top five running back, and I'm just keeping it a C-note with you. Boom. All right, y'all. Tune in next time.
1: Keep it a C-note with your boy Tone, your boy Brown. Check us out on IG, Facebook, Twitter. Keep it a C-note podcast. Yeah, My guy. I'll be on you, bro. Peace, bro. All right, we'll stop the recording now.